One of the most memorable objects on display in the Anatomical Museum lies in a box in the center of the room. Take a close look. What looks like a mummy covered in silver beads is actually a preserved full-body study of the lymphatic system from the 1700s. What we call the Mercury Man, Lymphatics Man. That dissection was produced by Alexander Munoz Secundus, the second of the Alexander Munoz. Who were the founding professors of the first department of anatomy here at the University of Edinburgh. They held the chair of anatomy for 126 years here at Edinburgh. It represents some of the earliest forms of anatomy teaching, specimen preservation, and discovery of our own human bodies. To tell you more about it are... Gordon Finlay-Turnham, Professor of Translational Anatomy here at the University of Edinburgh. Hello, my name is Ruth Pollitt. I am the Collections Assistant for the Anatomy Museum here at Edinburgh University. Mercury was called Quicksilver in the 1700s, which is really quite a descriptive name. It's very fluid, it never solidifies, and it's silver in colour. During the 1820s, and the early 1800s in fact, mercury injection was quite a common way of displaying various aspects of, of human anatomy because mercury was readily taken up through the lymphatic system, through the vascular system. If you inject a vessel with wax and your specimen is not warm enough, and the, the wax is not warm enough, it will solidify before it, it reaches all the ends of the vessels. Mercury doesn't do that, it's always, always liquid, so it's very easy to inject into very small vessels. So we have several dissections, as do other medical schools have several mercury-filled dissections. Obviously, you wouldn't be allowed to do it today because of the problems associated with mercury, but people were oblivious to these in those days. By using quicksilver in a dissection during teaching, Professors like Alexander Munro Secundus were able to demonstrate the pathways of vessels in the body to a lecture theater full of students. But aside from teaching about these small systems, the use of mercury also allowed anatomists to discover the full extent of these networks. This is another reason why Mercury Man is important. It reveals some of the earliest attempts to understand the lymphatics, one of the circulatory systems in our body that plays a key role in our immune system. The lymphatics were known about in the 1600s by medical men, but they didn't know exactly what it was. They just didn't know of its distribution. They knew there was another system. There was already the arterial system and the venous system and the nervous system. But there was this other system called the lymphatics, which they didn't really know anything about. And in 1653, two medical men learnt about the lymphatics. Jean Piquet uh, discovered a lumbar reservoir in a dog specimen. In the same year, Thomas Bartolin studied the lymphatics, and he actually gave it the name of lymphatics. And it was 100 years later that Alexander Munro Secundus wrote about the system and its distribution. So they managed to inject mercury. Now one way of doing it is to inject into the webs of the fingers and the toes and by injecting into the webs you can inject an uptake of the lymphatic. Mercury was passed up through the lymphatic system and then just actually noticed where it appeared in the accumulations in the body. So they noticed it in the groin region which we now know as the inguinal lymph nodes and they noticed it in the axillary region so we call them the axillary lymph nodes. So it was pioneering in its way, demonstrating the lymphatic system. And they recorded what they saw by making an engraving, which is also on display in the wall of the, the museum here in Edinburgh. Once the demonstration was finished, anatomists had to find ways of preserving these studies. You have to remember that this was long before modern preservation techniques and refrigeration. While Edinburgh grew as a center for anatomy and surgical education, professors felt the pressure to provide engaging, quality teaching. 
during this time, acquiring bodies for medical education was restricted by the Murder Act, which only allowed anatomy schools to use bodies of hanged criminals. Mercury Man was one of them. There weren't so many human bodies for dissection in the 1700s. Although the hangings were more frequent than they became subsequently, there was nothing like as many hangings as the demand for bodies. So, anatomists used what they had available to keep the dissections for as long as they could. After they'd actually finished with the dissection, the way of preserving it was to actually lacquer the body so that we could, could still see it to this day. You will be able to identify those specimens because they have a, a slightly brown, shiny surface. So they look like they've been varnished, but it's not clear varnish. It has a slight brown tinge. Because human bodies were much harder to acquire in the 1700s, it may be surprising to see some of the other specimens used to teach medical students. Anatomy teachers would use cats and dogs and other zoology specimens for showing dissection. And we have a number of those specimens in our collection. Like the mercury-injected cat's intestine in the lobby of the museum. You can find it by the windows behind the elephants. They're special because the Monroe dynasty could only get hold of a number of bodies for dissection. So the fact that we have whole bodies from that period means that they are really quite rare. <laughs>